Well, hey everyone, welcome to Beyond Sunday. We just finished up our series called The Anatomy of Love, and I'm with a special guest this week on the show, or the podcast, or whatever you want to call it, Kim Rogers, who taught this weekend and did a great job teaching. Thanks for, thanks for sharing the Word of God with us and how that word resonated with you over the past couple weeks. I know you've been studying for Yeah, it was great. It was really, it opened up a lot of new things for me preparing for it, so... How was how was the process of studying and everything this week? What did you know? I we I think like I said in the message, we all have seen faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love over and over. But it wasn't until I started to study it that the love never fails. When I learned that that can be applied to what he was saying in our text, it opened up a whole new way of seeing God's love for me. Just that all these other things we won't need them, but his love is going to, is this constant that's going to be there. And I had never seen it. I, I, had, I knew love never fails, but to really get that this love is an eternal constant that I have access to always mm-hmm. um, was just a really cool thing to, to find as I was preparing. Yeah. I think there's been a few instances for a lot of people like that, where they had this revelation of something that, I mean, first Corinthians 13 is something we've heard whether you're in the church or outside yes, of the church, yeah. you know this this chapter of the Bible, this paragraph. And I think for a lot of people, whether it be about not keeping record of wrongs or patience or love never fails or to know in part, and you know, all this stuff comes, it's like, we hear that, but now we're getting this new revelation for for what this means. Yeah. What What is, and you've got a unique perspective with this series because you know, you're, you're a volunteer, you're finishing the series. And I don't think you knew you were teaching until after the series had already started, right? No, two weeks, two, two weeks. Two weeks. Ago. Yeah. So we gave you a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what has the series been like for you, even as just as a church attendee, as a cornerstone attendee? You know, for me, it's taken as a volunteer leader, I'm serving in the church, and that's one way that we can show God's love is by serving and showing up and taking a next step by serving. But for me, it took me outside of church, and it hit me in the the personal spaces of um, when I really understand God's forgiveness for me, when I really understand the His love for me, offering it to the people around me. I think that this series, early on, so many of the teachers were very open about um, about that, about how they might speak to a spouse or how they might handle a situation at work and how God was working that on them, working it through them. And when they would talk about that so openly, it allowed me to also connect with that and go, gosh, I need to make sure that as much as I'm receiving God's love and I'm receiving his forgiveness and his grace, mm-hmm. that I'm offering it to the people around me. So it, it took me outside of just serving in the church. That's a great way to show God's love, but how am I showing it to neighbors and mm-hmm. family and things like that? So it took me that even further into how can I live that out? Yeah, you did You did a really good job of painting that picture today through your story of your adoption of destiny. And I thought it was hilarious, the part where you were talking about uh, how you just say, oh, that's before I had destiny. Or, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you adopted her. And yeah. That was good. But <laughs> but I think 
through this series, one of the things Steve Madsen said when we started this series, he's like, I don't want this to be a self-help series where it's like, we're going to teach you to be more patient. We're going to teach you to be more kind. We're going to, you know, we're going to teach you all these things that Paul lists. Mm -hmm. We're going to teach you about how God represents and manifests these things to us mm -hmm. and then how that flows out of us afterward. Mm -hmm. And I think your story of destiny really helped even cement like that you are loved peace. Mm -hmm. How much did you think about her going into this weekend? Um, what actually had come into my mind was that um, really I thought about her a lot because of when God told us about Destiny's birth mom to love her and to love her with his love. That's loving her with a completely different love. And hmm. when we had Destiny... Like, I love her so much, and she did nothing to earn it. She did nothing to, you know, someone chose me to be her mom, and I, there's so much love in that. That is such a picture of God's love to us, um, and it's it's meant a lot to me. But then to then turn and then love her birth mom with God's love uh, was a completely unique perspective mm -hmm. on his limitless love and being able to push so far beyond what I'm capable of. So the whole adoption story of how God adopts us and then pours his love on us, I think I thought about her through the whole preparation yeah. because I've understood his love, his adoptive agape love mm -hmm. in a in a unique way, I think. Yeah, that's it's interesting you say that. My my wife's adopted and we talk about her birth mom I think maybe three times in the twelve years we've been married. She's never met her, um, and she doesn't have any desire to meet her. Mm -hmm. So I wonder, like, and and so I've never had this this feeling of like I want to get I want to meet her and just say thank you. Like I love that woman for mm -hmm. giving birth to my wife. Right. But we've never processed processed it like that. And so even as you're talking about that today, Destiny's birth mom, I was like, man, I've never even pictured that. And that is a of course, you're going to love the kid that you have you've adopted, but there's right. a whole nother facet of God's love when you talk about. Yeah, He loved your wife's mom, who mm -hmm. made a very noble and difficult mm -hmm. choice. And even if she's never been able to meet her, I know from our daughter's mom what a noble and honorable and very painful choice it was, mm. because there was no lack of love; there was just lack of ability. Yeah, and so. Um, so I know that I know that she loved her and still loves her. Wow. Yeah, that's powerful. Uh, I want to get into a little bit of the stuff you kind of closed with, not closed with, some of the stuff you talked about toward the end and kind of how this agape love manifests itself and maybe some things that might distract us from it. Mm -hmm. And you talked about busyness, unforgiveness, and then you showed that video of the FedEx driver and you said, we have to look up and see the world. Yeah. How do, with those three areas, how do they, how do they, how would you say like some practical next step of steps of how those really manifest themselves in our lives today? Or maybe some things that you do. Oh, yeah, you know, um, I joked about putting, like putting on your to-do list, impact someone with the love of God. But honestly, even just putting something, if you have a to-do list, putting something down to where you remember that to show God's love to someone um, and looking up. Okay. For example, someone on our street, we have a neighbor and um, he seems kind of angry. Hmm. 
Um, when I've dropped off little snacks or things around the holidays with an invitation to church, I'll knock and I know they're home, but he won't answer or he'll leave a note on a car or something. And um, about a month and a half ago, there was a, an ambulance and a fire truck in front of their house. Oh. And um, there was something going on with the wife, but then she was okay. I don't really know them. And then a couple weeks after that, there was another fire truck and, and things. And I, I just thought something's going on with that family. Um, but I, we don't know them because he's, he's never been very nice to us. Mm. Um, what can I do? And so I went and got a potted flower and I got a card and I said, um, I noticed that you guys have been going through some hard times. Uh, I want you to know that we really care what's going on and I am praying for you. And if you have anything that you need, we're right across the street. Here's our numbers. Here's our email and you're in our hearts. And we are, we are at, we're just praying for you guys mm-hmm. and just dropped it off on their porch as kind of like I said in the message, like building bridges. And yeah. that's kind of, it was a bridge across the street to just show God's love. And I got the most beautiful thank you card from the wife um, that they appreciated it so much. So it's kind of being willing to kind of look up and see something and then not just excuse yourself from it because it's not my business or it's, it's not something that's on my plate to have to do, but to find a way to, in a very simple way, show God's love um, like that. It's those things like that. I mean, what Amanda Riggin did was something that she just decided to stop her route and go pray for someone and she went viral Mm -hmm. for her kindness Mm -hmm. and i just think gosh if cornerstone if everybody could step out and show god's love in simple ways like that like can wouldn't that be great if we went viral for showing god's love in just simple ways in a hug or a card or a just telling someone god loves you or you know letting them know they're seen yeah right yeah yeah and i love that picture you the 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 building a bridge across the street. Like, I think when we think about building bridges, we think of like spanning these large distances with people. Right. But some of us, we just need to build a bridge across the street, maybe even across- To your neighbor. Across, across for some of us, it might even be like across the bedroom to right. our spouse or to our right. ki- to across the hall to our kids or something right. where we can meet them where they are and show unrelenting kindness and yes. grace and kindness. mercy. Because I think people forget that kindness is a part of love. You can love someone and be very unkind. And yeah. I think that God's agape love, this river that we can draw from, there's kindness in that. Mm-hmm. And we're called to not just love everyone, but to be kind. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So you just said the, the river of agape love that you said in your message, which again I think was a great word picture for just how to – maybe a way to step into that or this, this flowing, massive, powerful thing. Mm -hmm. How do you step into or wade into God's river of agape love? You know, it's funny while I was preparing for this, I'm very mindful of this river now after looking at the Amazon and I just picture this giant river that's flowing with all these characteristics of God's agape love. And, um, I've, it's come up a couple times. Um, we, I was, we had a situation in my house that was very chaotic with the children and um, I felt myself losing my patience mm-hmm. with my toddler mm-hmm. and it, had, it was reaching its limit. And because of this message, I, was, I literally said, God, I need to draw from, I need to draw from that river mm-hmm. and I need to show her your patience right now because I don't have it. Mm. And then I've, I've, I've applied it to myself 
just that I need to draw from, I need your love right now, or I need, I need uh, to know that you're with me, or just to know that I have access to it, um, it's affected how I do things. It's mm -hmm. affected, I, I need your patience, I need your love, I need your grace for this situation. And I picture myself waiting in it or drawing from it to then give his love to that person or that or his patience or his grace or whatever. So mm -hmm. it's been really cool to have that picture because I, I can picture myself accessing it for myself or for someone else. Yeah, I've thought about that, that thing, even as you talked about patience, and we look at the attributes that Paul gives to God through this, through this chapter, there's been so many times just over the last six weeks where I've gone, even with my wife or with my son or with friends, like keeping the one that's been really resonating with me is God help me to keep no record of wrongs because every time I see that person, all I can think about is how they made me angry two days ago. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that works with each one of them right yes not envying not boasting because yeah. there's times where those things are really easy and i really want to do those things right. you know right so i think that's so evident of what you're saying like drawing from god's i can't where i end yeah is not that far down the road like i'm right. pretty shallow so, so i'm gonna need to so take I from need, what right. you have and we're made in his image so we have that agape love we have access to that. And so just to be mindful, I think he honors that when we find ourselves in a situation to be mindful and go, God, I need that. I need to draw from that today because I'm reading my, re I'm meeting my limit right now. Um, I think he honors that. Yeah. So good. Uh, do you have anything else that you'd want to leave with people as they watch this either in their group or, or driving to work or something that you would say, Hey, end of the end of the series. Here's one thing that I think, I'd want to leave you with. Um, I think that that would be, I kind of said it at the beginning that if there was anything that you were going to take home, it would be that you are loved by this God that so desperately wants to be your father or is so grateful to have been chosen to be your father. And um, this adoptive agape love where he is for you and always you're in his heart and on his mind and he loves you and this agape love that we've learned about everything that the chapter says all of those things are for you and so if anything it would be that god loves us mm -hmm. with this relentless long-suffering patient and amazing love yeah so good amen well, I hope you guys have enjoyed this series as much as I have. It's been an awesome six weeks, and next week we're kicking off James. We're going to do an eight-week study through an awesome book based on or written by an incredible, incredible man. So come back next week, and I know you're going to learn a lot. Invite your friends, family, neighbors, coworkers, all of them. It's going to be a great series. Thanks so much, Kim, for joining us on Beyond Sunday and for teaching a great message this weekend. Thank you. And uh, yeah, we'll see you soon. Love you guys.